0: And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son, and called his name Seth. For God said, She hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. And to Seth to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. where this is heading, but we're about to open up a can of worms, and I'm trying to lead you through that, because it gets a little messy, right, worms are gooey and sticky, and they're squiggly and squirmy, and they, you know, you gotta, you know, even, I mean, ask a fisher who's used a, a worm, worms. They're easy enough to, you know, after you get the hang of it, they're easy enough to quickly bait and get going. But they are kind of squiggly and weird, and they want to flop around. And you got to go through the worm on one side and then come back through and make sure he's locked on that hook, right? And you're going you to, you know, it's a, it's like a weaving. It's weird. And God feeds us. It's not mean to do that to those worms. He's feeding us. He feeds the fish right before he feeds us. He feeds the fish right before he feeds us. They're blessed, just like he said. So, I want to open up a can of worms. Kind of a big one. Let's go back real quick before we go on with these two verses I just read from chapter 4, Genesis verse 25 and 26. And So, I want to go backtrack before those two verses and just point out that God has given us, He has given us Himself the Holy, Holy, Holy Father. He gives us the Holy Comforter. He gives us, we have Holy Instructors, Holy Parents. And we have fell parents, earth parents, that fell away from him for a time. Right? So he gave us a lot. And there's this information here that we can choose to look at, and it can call for us to have reformation. Real positive change can occur. But let's look at back real quick. Cain and Lamech and others. In a humane time. Not even holy time. In a humane time. They figure out good and evil. So we need to be of patience. Because God said we have the knowledge of good and evil. So that means we need to be forgiving. Those people that do those things. Because it's a matter of time. Because Cain and Lamech. And others in humane time, in human time, not in a holy time. But you know, we're not because we're not people that do everything happens for a reason, people. We're not those kind of people. That's the world's advice. The scripture does not say everything happens for a reason. He does say, search for the kingdom of heaven. You got to sometimes scrape the kingdom of heaven out of some really difficult cans of worms. So we need to be forgiving because it's a matter of time. Cain knew he did wrong. Now, of course, God confronted him. There was a confrontation. But nonetheless, Cain did conclude that he messed up. And... and. God let him continue to go on and do all this stuff. All these different people. You know, and uh, ultimately, we get to Seth and Enos and all these others, but that was because of forbearance and forgiveness and not us trying to obliterate, or he didn't want to obliterate his creation that made error so we should be willing to consider how much he offers us we should be willing to see he offers us a lot so don't take life in time be confident of God's promise that it's in the family tree it's in our blood even the bad apples do come to the knowledge of the truth so don't condemn you never know when the spirit of the Lord is going to fall on a man and they are going to know what they have done how they defiled themselves through sin against the Father don't condemn others that that means he designed us to come away from sin and back to him so that he's designed us to return he he designed us to have the ability he could have made us perfect to where we would never have made air he didn't he designed us that we can make air and that we could return to him <gasps> Foc- excuse me focusing on him the hope so waiting is a major challenge We have nothing to be proud of because he is the one who allowed us to make our errors and we go, we glorify human nature all the time. Oh, it just starts in our nature, to, but we, we prevail, we will rebuild. No, you won't. One day, you won't be rebuilding. He won't allow it. So you need to get on board this place. He's going to throw in the trash can and set that burn barrel on fire. So we need to wait on what then? Why? Why this? Because we can worship him during this. If we can worship him for eternity, an unfettered, awesome paradise, he's showing the, everyone, and we'll do it during the, I almost said shit show, and then I said it anyways. This is a big mess. If we can worship him through this, we can worship him how much more great is the worship going to be in paradise when it's unfettered resist bad men and bad governments run by bad men and women proud types Cain rose up against Abel He rose up against the, Against him. This means it wasn't like this right here. You are not called to let men slay you. You are called to resist. Do not let them slay you in any respect. Quote, respect, unquote. Abel did not allow Cain to do that. There was a rise up, his force against his force. We've got governments that are are thinking that they, it's their, you know what? They shouldn't be out there trying to run the world. There's their folly right there thinking they'll straighten it all out and run the world. No, you have to lean into Jesus who tells you to go get baptized and John the pathway straightener the messenger of the Lord, John the Baptist, is going to make this place as good as it gets until he returns. We're not here to make this place perfect because there are men and women out there that are proud that, one, they want to be in their proud state. They're proud of their proud state. They're proudly proud. They're proud of wickedness. And they they do their part, and they go. I did my part, and I worked too hard for that. No, it turns out that you've got to sacrifice a lot. You have to be like Christ. Y- you do. You, I mean, if if you're living for this world and for one, uh, one little blip of time and a sec, and for and you're living for the second death, then I can't do anything for that. I can love you. I can't heal that because you have to want the healing. You have to decide. I'm not worm food that was a lie from the world but there are people out there that are just certain that they are going to just headlong stubbornly make their own way and direct their own feet (coughs) excuse me they've had some type of success with it and they're convinced of it now the world is convinced that they need to put up laws and railings of a type of a sort all over the place it's they. They. It's their fault for trying to run the world. They should be trying to do the best they can day in day out. Not do their job and their civic duty. No, they need to be doing the servile duty and doing not their job but the work and will of the Lord. Resisting. Because we are not, like okay, this is the this is where I brought all this up. You're not called to let men slay you, you are called to let them slap you in the face, right? That could be literal, physical. Let them check the second side too. And then there is the spiritual notion of that. Put the spiritual man on. If someone slaps your face in a spiritual way, give them the second one. Go in. Maybe they can be changed by the spirit of the Lord. Don't don't go. They're nothing because they did that to me. Who are they to do that to me? No, even you who has Christ in you. He welcomes them in a way to do that to you. Jesus has the power to overcome it. So, yeah, he lets them slap you in the face, sometimes physically, sometimes proverbially. And you are to do that. But that does does not mean let them dominate you. It does not mean... It says you give them two slaps. It doesn't say let them take you over. It says you give them one, you give them two, and then you resist. If they go just straight to the sleigh, you aren't to go, well, go ahead and try to kill me once and then try to kill me the second time and now I'll fight you. No, you are not... No no. You they are going to try to rise up like they are children of Cain. He calls them that. And that's how you can condemn Cain and that's why we are sevenfold worse than Cain, even us. Even us who believe on Jesus, he is turning us from tares to wheat. There are few. There are very few that are virgins. When you read about the 144,000 virgins out of the tribes, put on the spiritual man. Why would it say virgins? Does that mean they never had sex? Hmm. Possibly some of them, maybe all of them, but I can't say this. Putting on the spiritual man, virgin means they are pure. They could be married men and women with children that that are just pure Israelites that have been seriously hearing and doing the word. And there are 144,000 of them that really did it the virgins I am no virgin he's gonna turn me into one somehow right but no they are virgins that he doesn't even turn them into virgins they chose it and he strengthened their decision I did not choose that I don't feel like I'm a virgin no I feel like I am like I'm smitten by the virgins I think they're beautiful I find that purity is the most awesome force It's the best. It's the best. Bunch of filthy uncleanness is part of the worst. Being brief, I just want to point out that although it wasn't Adam and Eve having a son again named Seth, that we start to see men that will to call on the name of the Lord. That wasn't happening through Cain and his children. We are not to condemn them, but they are not, they're not nothing to us. They might literally be nothing to the Lord. It's not for us. He'll make that. He'll ordain them nothing. If that's what he decides to do. But they are something to us. Look at... I mean, if you go back, it it wasn't in Seth that was the cattle herder and driver. You know, it wasn't in Seth that was the types that dwell in tents. It wasn't in Seth of those that were playing the... Uh, harp and the organ, and it wasn 't as Seth with the artificer and brass and iron. We all stick to that kind of stuff the artificers and brass and iron and the organs and the harps and the and the you know we all kind of have uh, we' are we, willing to dwell in tent like shelters because we want to do things so we don 't put our money in having nice places but we maybe you know it 's not only that there are struggles that go on, but the point is this. Are we the type that are like Seth that call on the name of the Lord? Or are we the ones that are into the brass and the iron and the harp and the organ and the cattle and the homes? Are we about a house and, a, and all that stuff? Or are we about calling on the name of the Lord? So, I'm just being brief. These two verses brought forth all of this content, right? All of this stuff in two verses that I have to say. It's It's powerful. This stuff is considered weakness in this world and foolish. So we step into the base things of the world, like this scripture, which is considered weakness and, and nothing, and he will strengthen it. If you choose that, he'll strengthen your choice to go here, and then he'll strengthen that thing that everybody counts as nothing and his weakness. Your knowledge of the scripture, he'll turn it into a talent. That's attractive. Adam knew his wife again, we get Seth, God wanted more, so he gave, do you realize, you got to, here's another thing we got to consider, they get Seth, these are acts of God, children are so, like you've heard them be called bundles of joy. If there are parents that don't always, some of us don't feel like our parents consider us a bundle of joy. We feel like maybe they didn't do us right, right? Well, let me say this. The parents don't have that much to do with your existence. You've got to give to this. Let me say this. A sperm cell and a woman's egg the fact that those two can germinate you know what i'm saying can actually interact and then a person comes from there that i'm going to use mathematics on this one the odds of a child being born are staggeringly against you your existence defies science So they're over here trying to teach you guys science and get you all up in that stuff. Your existence defies science's ability to explain. At one point, science is going to veer the direction of God. And the world is going to want, if they choose to not follow God, they're going to not, seriously, science is following God not the other way around. Science is going to veer towards God, and if you don't go that way as well, you are going to be left without science and without God. Don't go without science and scripture. You want both of those things. You need... You need it. The scripture explains why and what science... Sometimes, not all the time, but in a neat way, science explains the how about things. Where scripture explains why, what, who, when. Science can't even really talk about the when. They do not understand. Jesus is popping up all over the place. He's a time traveling. You can't shake him.